Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Press Play Action here on Jersey Nerds Productions. Mitchell Lee alongside Brandon Tu and Howie Collings. Brandon, ain't a damn thing, Jersey, about you. However, Howie's been spending some time in uh in, in New York, so by virtue, I think he gets a little bit of uh street cred for that. Damn right, as you, as it should be. <laughs> I I like diner food, and Jersey is the diner capital of the world. Sure. The diner capital, the diner capital yeah. of the world. I, I'm gonna, I'm looking that up. I'm almost positive. The only time you go to Jersey is for sports. Okay, for Jets, for the Devils. That's my my two teams. Only time I'll go to Jersey for that. You don't go to Jersey for food. Like the great diner that Brandon I, speaks of. I live in New York City. There's there's more better food here than Jersey. Yeah, I, think. I, think, I don't know. I think Jersey <laughs> has some fire diners. Some fire diners. All right. Well, this yeah, is yeah. AJ is the diner capital of the world, and there are 530 diners across the state. Oh wow! So there that's, you go. kind of crazy. That's actually, I didn't know that number given the uh, the size of the state. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is press play action. We've got lots of movie content coming up throughout the year. Brandon and I and Howie, when you're able or wanting to join, because we're probably going to talk about some pure trash down the line. Like, I know for a fact we're going to be reviewing Little Man at some point this month. So that's <laughs> that's that's one that you might want to skip out on or or not. It'll be a great time. Uh Probably not the best one to review. But but next week <laughs> next week will be our top ten and bottom ten, especially in the case of Brandon and I, having seen nine I've seen ninety-five movies in twenty twenty-three. Brandon's seen about a hundred and thirty something, and about maybe sixteen of them have been relevant. And Howie, you're somewhere in the thirties. I am in at 38. Uh, if I, I'm looking at my list now, so 38 movies that I saw this year, which I've seen 38 movies in theaters, but I've seen movies for the first time that were older. Gotcha. So I think it's over 40 if you include that. But in the theaters, new movies, 38. Movies that I've either seen or rewatched. If I include that, I'm into the 230s. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm like one 170 or something. If I include like everything I've watched, but yeah. Right. Uh, Mitchell Mitchell loves to to deep dive like 2001. Yeah, Sarah and I were watching like Blonde last night. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Good movie <laughs> right there. Uh, so <laughs> we're dealing with uh, people who love being at the theater, and in Howie's case, some of the you know best theaters in the country with uh, yeah, that Lincoln Square in New York. I I'm gonna try to get up there and see a movie on that IMAX screen one of these days. I can't wait. Uh, and Brandon and I went and did a, uh, qu- uh, not a quadruple, a quintuple feature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the last quintruple. movie was, the last movie was, uh, was a little, a little shorter. Migration is just like a, a big old nothing of a movie, but it's not the worst movie we saw, but we will get to that next week here. We're going to do yeah. a 2023 recap. I gave you guys some superlatives for the, the quote unquote class of 2023 in movies the, the the graduating class if this if this was going to be a yearbook there'd definitely be some superlatives so i'm gonna start things off with the most overplayed trailer 
the most overplayed uh, trailer. In my head, there's only one answer to this. <laughs> okay, but Brandon, I, you start then. It's Argyle. That dumb trailer <laughs> is the worst <laughs> in the history of cinematic. Oh uh, my god, that's so true. I saw that trailer so many times. Oh it's it's, so it's so not true. good. It's not a good yeah. trailer. They sync it up with like an actually a good song and uh with uh, Elvis Presley and um Suspicious Minds. You know. Yeah, Suspicious Minds is actually a good song and they sync it up like the action is synced up with the song. So he comes out of the out of the floor like shooting the guns like rotating 360. I'm like this is so stupid and this movie's gonna be awful and i have to sit here and watch this every single time i come to theaters it didn't matter if it was real yeah. it didn't matter if it was amc it didn't matter if it was like on the alamo moon. i had to <laughs> alamo, like yeah. watch, I had to watch it no matter what like it's just ridiculous ridiculous now, i think i might say the same because you know i'm thinking about trailers that i i think the holdovers also i saw a really? lot yeah, i think i never saw that trailer I, I saw it multiple trailer. times in the theaters over the summer before it released. So I think the holdovers in Argyle, I think, are the top two for for um, overplayed trailers for me. Now the holdovers, excellent movie. Argyle, yeah, <laughs> looks Argyle, like a no. movie. Hey, it's from the same guy that made Kingsman: The Secret Service. It's also by the same guy that made Kingsman: The Golden Circle, though. So it could go either way. Oh, right, right. Oh, I've got a, I've got okay. a few different options. I think Gran Turismo is a good one. Yeah, uh, it didn't okay. help that that oh. movie got pushed back, and so we thought we were done seeing it, and then we had to see it for about another two or three weeks. Yeah, it that got was right. Part, it was yeah. like it got pushed back like another month, and it was like, here's more Gran Turismo. <laughs> and like the problem with that, it threw up on like my two, lawn. It's like it's like three minutes long, so it's, yeah, it's like, a long here's the trailer. Entire yeah. movie. Which made the yeah. fact that I, was I like, you, liked, you see the gist of it. Which made the fact that I liked the movie even more shocking, because I did right, like yeah. that movie. I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, Renfield was another one I saw a lot mm. in theaters oh, with uh, Nicholas true. Holt. Yeah, I saw that one all of the time. Um, that's, a, I, that's Nick Cage as a as a vampire, right? That's Nick Cage's yes. Dracula, not just a vampire. Oh, Dracula, the not yeah, vampire. So, uh, spoiler alert: I did not watch that movie. Um, you watch Renfield? I was I trying also. to watch it. Yeah, it's, I was trying out of to all watch the movies it. that Brandon too has seen. Some something that people have actually heard of did not make right, right, right. No, it's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know where it's on streaming anymore because it because it was on. Peacock. I want to say it's so on now, Amazon now, but I could. Yeah, be wrong. it might be on Amazon now. I'll probably watch it before we do the top ten review. But I was I was very annoyed. Um, but I will give you my winner for the trailer that I saw the most, and that would be the Flash. Okay. I saw yeah. the Flash really all of the time. Yeah, if you went to the movies within a three month span, you saw the Flash mm. in every single. That trailer movie. came out around this time of the Super Bowl, so yeah. March, April, May, and then the first little bit of June leading up to when that movie came out. I think I saw it just about every time. Right, and it made I haven't me even want seen to see the, the Flash movie. too. You haven't seen the Flash yet? Okay, it's not like a great. I haven't movie seen or anything. Spoiler. anything DC this year. Like I was not so, been interested. So this is the thing with comic book movies this year is I think a lot of them are getting like 
to the point where they were like overrated and now they're underrated because people are trashing them so much. And that's kind of where the Flash is at. Is The Flash is getting trashed so hard that I actually think it's yeah. an underrated superhero. Movie. I agree with you about the yeah. Flash. And I would have said the same thing about DC as a whole because Blue Beetle, I think, is it's not like great or anything, but I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. Right. And Shazam 2, while a massive drop off from the first one, is it's nowhere average. near as bad as some people say it is. But yeah. then I had to sit through Aquaman too, and that is just something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. That I was just, the I'm just horrible, mad they, horrible yeah, movie. We, maybe we can have a superlative for like comic book movies this year, but I, I I can't believe they released that movie. But The Flash is a great answer for overplay trailer. I think it's up there with Argyle in terms of the amount of times I saw that trailer because that trailer and first of all that trailer is awesome. Like you see that trailer and you're like. This might be the greatest superhero movie ever. And then you actually see the movie and you're like, eh, it's not as good as the trailer is, but it's still like a decent superhero movie. There are two movies that made late runs for that title. Uh, Napoleon, I saw a lot in the last three or four months. I saw a lot of Napoleon. And you're low on it, by the way. You're low I, the I didn't like Napoleon. Yeah. Napoleon was too damn yeah. long. And if it wasn't on a battlefield, I did not care. And the right. other one is, unfortunately, Aquaman 2. The last two or three months of the year, I saw the Aquaman 2 trailer in front of everything, and it's loud as hell. Yeah, like imagine going to see the holdovers. I got a Aquaman trailer for that before the holdovers. Yeah. <laughs> I got a trailer. I, I did a, uh, a triple feature. I had the same thing happen. I had a triple feature where I did Priscilla the holdovers and the Marvels. And I got an Aquaman two trailer in front of each of those movies. That's just so what are they, what audience are they pushing at with the holdovers? Like it just literally old people love Jason Momoa. Apparently. All right. What about the, let's start with the worst. Let's, let's keep the negative train going for a little bit before we turn around and go positive. Worst movie theater experience. Howie, oh, I'll God. start with you because I think there's a chance Brandon and I talk about the same thing. Worst of the year Worst that I've had? movie theater experience, yes. Uh, let me let me think. Cuz honestly, I haven't had well, okay, I will I will say my most recent bad experience was <laughs> when I actually did see The Holdovers um a couple of weeks no, ago. I was at Lincoln Square. Well, it wasn't it wasn't the movie itself it was oh, the theater because yeah because the holdovers was great it wasn't wrong with that but we went to see the holdovers at Lincoln square which is typically you know the theater i had lost my airpods they like fell out of my pocket and and my phone they kept tracking that they were in the theater and i kept asking them like they're they're gotta be here somewhere because they're tracked in the theater still and they kept looking for them couldn't find them i called in they still couldn't find them and I just, they were sitting there for like a week and I couldn't, no one could find them in the theater. And I'm like, how did this happen? Because it was in my pocket in the time I was sitting Dude, in the movie, watching the movie and the they were gone. Exact same and I'm like, thing what happened to me a few weeks ago? My AirPods. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Sli- I was at, I was watching, uh, I went to Charlotte to go see Maestro yeah. because it was the only theater near me that was playing yeah, in theaters, yeah. which makes it really inconvenient. Yeah. Cause it's not like a local theater that I can just like drive real close to and say, Hey, where are my AirPods? I just, I never found them. I just, I just don't have AirPods right now because they <laughs> slipped out of my pocket while watching this Bradley Cooper movie. I refuse yeah. to feed into Apple's. Uh, oh no, they're machine. great. 
They're great. This is my third pair now. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to be on my fourth. Yeah. <laughs> but, bad. like, I guess it's a common thing for them to slip out during the theater, but I felt like they could have handled it a lot better. They just were like, oh, well, we'll just call somebody to go check. And then they just would go check, and then nothing would happen. And I'm like, mm. what? So I didn't really have, like, an overall, like, bad experience this year at the theaters. So it was honestly watch, pretty like, solid. A bad mood. Like, I guess Mitchell's thought process was a bad movie no experience? You no didn't have, like, no a mine bad is a bad experience? movie theater experience oh like, i'll go okay, ahead and okay. give yeah i'll give my example my, my top two uh i hate to come back to renfield but i kind of have to go back to renfield where halfway through the movie the movie just stopped playing oh, yeah, and the, the projector stopped working in the theater and they were like, well, you can come back and like see a free movie. I'm like, well, I have unlimited, so I don't really get anything out of this. Um, yeah. And so I never went back to see Renfield. I just waited for it to come to Peacock. And yeah. I liked it a lot less when I went back and rewatched the first half. And the second half was not good. What you should have pushed for, and this is obviously like a regal thing, you should push for like... I get a free upgrade. I mean, yeah, but by that point, I was just like, I've been waiting here for 25 minutes. I just kind of want to go home. Right. Uh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. You know what the I mean, worst, the worst was, movie Brandon. experience you know was it. Barbie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And for those I mean, you, not in terms no. of movies. Not in terms of movies. Barbie the movie like, is fantastic. But yeah, I right. did not like it as much at first because – we had a situation and this was this was the first of the Barbenheimer double feature. So I was really excited. Brandon was really excited to be doing this. And when you go in to see Barbie, you kind of expect a lot of women or girls to kind of be talking about like, oh, I used to play with this. And like, that's fine. I've got no problem with that. It's kind of the same attitude I take when I'm going to see a kid's movie. If I hear kids like babies crying or something, I'm not going to get mad. I'm in your territory. I kind of have to, like, I I don't get mad at that whatsoever. Barbie was the same thing. It's like, hey, this is a movie. Yes, anyone can like it, but it's kind of for you guys. So I'm not going to get mad if you guys are kind of talking about this, that, or the other. But we had someone that was doing that. But it turns out that they were in the wrong, not just seats. They were in the wrong auditorium, which made no damn sense because because they, they paid to see it in Dolby. And we weren't in Dolby for Barbie. We were just in a regular theater. Yeah. So someone came like 30 minutes late and was like, hey, you're sitting in my seats. So they tried to get it cleared up with the manager, but like in the damn auditorium on like the busiest night of the year for theaters. And they got it figured out. And they, I, I guess they, they, they left because, you know, they were in the wrong one. And these two, this, right. this like couple around like early to mid 20s comes in. And they spend the entire movie taking pictures with the flash on, on like phone on full with the flash on, full brightness, just acting like they've never been in public before for the entire movie. They never took a break. And so it was really hard for me to enjoy that movie. Yeah. Because I have these two jackasses next to us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, well, first off, I had to see it again. I, I really don't understand why the i think it was like the it was like a mother and a daughter and the and the daughter was like 
around our age, I would think. Like she was like maybe just a pretty, touch older. Pretty, she yeah, just a touch older, a touch younger. Um, and the mother was like trying to get her to like leave because they were in the wrong seats. And she was like, "No, I've already started the movie. Like I'm not moving." And I was like, "Go watch it in Dolby. Like you'll experience it a whole lot better by watching it in Dolby." Like, <laughs> yeah, but they're right. showing it started Dolby. like an hour before, so they were just all yeah. Out they're of showing yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, I'm sure AMC will give you like a free like pass to come back to see it in Dolby, like just see yeah. it in Dolby. Like it's not. Like, and she was just, like, hell-bent on, like, seeing it that day, like, right then and there. And, like, so that was, yeah. like, a 35-minute a saga. And then, yeah, just, like, the flash-on oh gets God. me. Like, like if you have if you have your phone out, like, that's terrible. Like, I don't like that. Like, it's awful. But, like, the flash-on just, like, continuously taking, like, Snapchats with the flash-on is just, like, absurd yeah. to me. And, and you you don't even want to get up and like miss the movie to like say something to someone but like at that point maybe Mitchell and I should should have done that cuz like I, I mean that's honestly grounds for getting removed like like you I, can't be taking snapchats of Barbie anyway like that's that's against like copyright law so like I what are we doing I wasn't bother doing that because that was the busiest that I had seen a theater that year yeah and yeah South Point like was they sick. were absolutely like, overrun was, with people yeah. So getting someone sorry to I just attend to that what what movie theater it was but whatever like, oh no it's it's they, it's it's actually my favorite well. theater like, I, I, yeah I like that theater a lot so no it's not no their complaints fault. whatsoever yeah it's just no the situation the you're theater, not going to get but... somebody to come in and deal with that issue on that day it wasn't going to happen so I just kind of sucked like sucked it up and took it and like I knew I was going to see Barbie again like midway through that movie. Cause I'm like, I know I'm running into an everything everywhere all at once situation where the right, audience right. around me is making me like the movie less. And then I saw the movie again and I'm like, Hey, guess what? I was right. This same Cinema. thing's happening. Yeah. This movie's it's like, fantastic. Hey, that's close to my top 10. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like maybe it makes my top 10. Maybe it doesn't find out next week. Right. Not going to tell y'all. Right. Okay. And, you know, I think it's also too like before we get on to the next thing, I think this might be an elitist take, but it's like, man, I got to see Dolby and IMAX movies. Cause I feel like a lot of situations happen in non Dolby and IMAX things. And I'm just like, dude, I can't. That's the reason why I like going to Dolby and IMAX, because I think a lot of people that go there kind of respect the movie theater a lot more so that's why i like doing that because i get a lot of those issues with non imax and dolby so. you're spending you're spending 22 dollars on a ticket or whatever dolby right. is like right you better respect it like why would you spend yeah. 20 dollars like it like really please like please yeah. <laughs> whereas like if you go like on a matinee on tuesday like i expect a different like First of all, when I go, like, I go at, like, Wednesday at 1 p.m. and no one's there. So I, like, usually am by myself or, like, very limited people in the theater. But um, right. it kind of it has gotten to the point where, like, if it's, say, like, Friday, Saturday night, like, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. showing, I almost don't want to go see it if it's not in Dolby IMAX. Like, right. that's what kind of the – I'm with you on that, Howie. That's part of the reason why I had to get back on that A-list. 
because yeah, IMAX so Dolby, it's it's, it's it's just fantastic, and there's You're, no extra charge for it. With yeah, this isn't a promo yeah. for AMC, but like Might as you're well wasting be. money. You're wasting money if you're not on a list and you want to see stuff in Dolby and IMAX. Like yeah. you're just throwing yeah. away money. Like you yeah. really are. Absolutely, and I I think how you bring up a great point about people that are willing to first of all the people that are going there that are on a list probably go to a lot of movies and respect it a lot more and the people that don't right. that paid for it probably have an immense interest in the movie if there are people that don't go Pray much and paid extra to get that experience so yeah you're you're right i i've definitely yeah. noticed that i watched the color purple in dolby and like I mean, that's like the most crowded I've ever seen that Dolby theater. Like outside really? of like other, yeah. They, I went to the that Color place Purple was like and sold I had out. I had the entire auditorium to myself when I saw. Color yeah, Purple. no, complete wow. opposite. I was shocked. We went on we went on Saturday, yeah, last Saturday. Um, completely packed, slammed. Um, and it was a good experience, but like, and obviously there's people there who are gonna make like jokes and laugh like during the and like that's just that 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 part of the experience is fine but like put your phone away and like i don't need the flash like distracting me like that's what got me i yeah. was like i'm so over this but whatever all right well let's turn our attention from the worst theater experience to the best theater experience now oh this one's easy. i'm going to tread i'm going to try to tread carefully because i don't want the last thing i want to do is reveal people's lists we'll save that for next week so this doesn't necessarily mean best movie. It just means best theater experience. Like, I don't know, that one tweet about the dude from Cars 2 eating beans comes to mind. Or <laughs> or uh, just, you know, the, the, the Barbenheimer experience type thing. You know, right. end game type stuff where people react. That type of thing. So what was your best theater experience this year? Howie, I'll start with you. Oh, you know, I've had some really good experiences in the theater this year. Like, you know, there's been a lot of good stuff that came out this year, and it's been really enjoyable. I think probably the three that come to mind, the, the number one for me um, is the one thing about being in New York is that a lot of my friends are big moviegoers, too. So a lot of time I'm seeing by myself, but there are times when we kind of plan like an event. And my coworkers and I, we always have like talks about fast and furious and like the fast and furious franchise and we literally all saw fast 10 together and like i still have the trading cards we were like trading the trading cards after the movie and it was just like so much fun just us just like having a good time and just having like a blast just watching fast 10 even though the movie you know it's not like a, it's not the best movie ever but like it's really fun it does its job and just going to see it with friends just felt like the moment so that's the one that sticks out to me in addition to barbenheimer because i had a good experience but as you guys know i almost fell asleep seeing oppenheimer for the first time because i just came back from korea and my time zone change was hitting me really bad during oppenheimer so i had to see it again but that one was a really good experience too and also one of my friends who was featured in the plane movie seeing her in the theater on in, in january last year was really cool too so those are the top three for me um for 2023 that's so sick that someone said Fast X. I yeah, dude, it. it was great. I it. The world's biggest Fast Fast X fan. That is not Greg Calarco, right here. Oh, Brandon it's too. it's nowhere. It's nowhere near my top. Well, it is near my top ten. 
But what? Fast X is an awesome movie. I mean, by near, I mean like within. I don't know. You know. You know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a, what you it's mean. It's an awesome experience. I'm all for that. Um, gosh, I mean, Oppenheimer was like legit, uh, like a a different experience. But I'm actually right. gonna go with Air. When we got out of Air, Mitchell, I was I didn't, like, I didn't see Air with that you. movie. Did I didn't. Not, oh, I, I saw, didn't see I saw air. air. I saw Air with Lindsay, and there was a lot of people in that movie. And when we got to the end of that movie, people got up and started like clapping and cheering, and I was like, "Heck yeah!" I was like, "This first of all, this movie is strictly targeted towards me. Like, I love Nike, Michael Jordan. Like, this movie is all about me." I got out immediately, called my dad. I was like, "You need to watch this movie. Like, this movie is amazing." Um. I'm gonna go with Air as my as my number one, but Oppenheimer I think would be the 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 actual number one. Um, right. I mean that experience was just like in IMAX that was like ungodly, and I can only imagine like how you saw it in like the seventy millimeter. How you like that's just dude. Ridiculous. Let me tell you, man. I saw Oppenheimer three times in the theater over over that time, and seventy millimeter like if you don't have access to seventy millimeter, I feel so bad because. That is experience seeing a theater, seeing a movie in that type of environment was just like top notch. You you got to see seventy millimeter if you can. I would have loved to have been there to see Oppenheimer. That was the that was a gigantic movie event, Barbenheimer. Yeah. And I know I kind of talked about that with the worst experience, but it was also one of my favorite. Going with Brandon, seeing people yeah. we weren't dressed up. <laughs> But seeing people no. dressed up as uh, their favorite, you know, Barbie characters, all up in pink, or you know, with the with the with the, the hats and the and the and the suit like Oppenheimer, <laughs> um, and and just right. refilling like this is gonna sound small and kind of dumb, but like refilling my soda at the the Coke freestyle and hearing people like. Uh, did you start with this one? Did you start with Oppenheimer? Did you start with Barbie? Right, and hearing right. people that were in the auditorium with us to see Barbie now going to Oppenheimer. And it was a thing that where I feel like more people were seeing both of them than just seeing one. And I've been doing double features, triple features, you know, now quintuple features for like a decade now, over a decade. Right. And I feel like other if I go people to the movies, do I, it. I do a double feature. Like, no yeah. matter what. I oh yeah. No, movie. I think it's yeah. just more efficient to do it that way. But I like seeing other people in mass do it was a lot of fun uh john wick four i saw that with josh mm. at an advanced screening about a week before it came out and that was uh the next day that we actually found out that lance reddick died so that was that was very strange after having seen that movie but there's a scene involving stairs if you've seen it you know it the reaction of the audience to that scene was just fantastic and i saw it again the day it came out and it was the exact same thing it was incredible just hearing everyone react to that hearing people react to the end of spider-verse was definitely yep. fun as well and i saw that four times in theaters and the first two or three times i saw it everyone was just like oh oh man you're you're you're, you're cutting us off there oh come on <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so true. Are you, are you I, counting the last time we saw it together? 
as a as the fourth time because I saw it five okay, times. Okay, no, that's that's five that times. Time, Sorry, I yeah, I, that, I apologize. No, that is yeah, five that times. Last time we saw it together, <laughs> or the last time we saw it together, we had the place to ourselves because Spider Verse yes. had been out for like they've been out for like it, it, they re released it for National Movies right. Day or something. Yeah, it was like re released, which is like sick that they did that. But um. But yeah, when I saw it like two or three times in theaters, like every single time, the reaction to the opening scene and the closing scene is just like people just on edge, just like absolutely in awestruck of like how good those two scenes were. Like it was so, it was so awesome. It's very similar to Oppenheimer. I saw that five yeah. times in theaters as well. And every yeah. single time, except for the last time where I'm pretty sure Brandon and I were the youngest in that theater by about 45 years. Yeah, um, there was. <laughs> I, I don't know if those people could physically clap. Everyone clapped at the end of Oppenheimer. And I know that there are a lot of people that like are like, really? You're clapping at the end of the movie? Like, I don't mind it. I don't mind it whatsoever. I think, you, I think it's warranted. You for like have five to be. Movies. You yeah. have to be on a certain level to get that from me. And I think Oppenheimer and, and Spider Verse both. We're at yeah. that level, and Spider Verse didn't just get people, you know, kind of like, oh wow, it's 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 cutting off here, but it also had people like clapping and cheering and excited that they just saw uh, a wonderful movie. And then I I would be stupid, uh, ungrateful, whatever, if saying that uh, that quintuple feature wasn't one of the best theater experiences. Uh, going yeah, with Brandon, uh, for those who do not know, which is basically everybody that's not on the, in, in our group chat the iron claw <laughs> poor things which if it had just been the iron claw and poor things that would have been someone said barbenheimer for people with uh depression and i yeah, I, I think that ma that makes sense uh, that if you if you've seen the movies <laughs> um iron claw poor things aquaman the lost kingdom anyone but you and migration and we just spent from about 10 a.m. to about midnight yeah. at the theater. And yeah. I had a fantastic time Y'all inspired time doing me. Because I did the quad threat challenge, yeah. you know, 2022. But it's I think I got to go five now. Like, you guys set the See, bar, so I got to go. <laughs> it's easier is, to I'm do. I'm not sure if there's a regal around you because it's easier to, like, not pay for, like, the, the two tickets, like, outside of the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. It was That's so true. much easier to do with Brandon because I remember doing the quad feature completely by myself. And by the time I got to the last movie, which was the one that I liked the most, my final movie was Puss in Boots 2. Once I got yeah. to that, I was like dead. Right. Yeah. And yeah. we got to the fifth. It, it, it's and I was kind of like to, dead yeah. too. But the fifth movie was also just such a flat nothing that yeah. I wasn't too mad I, about it. I will it. say, I mean, we're ripping my vision, but it did look cool, which I guess was like whatever. But I mean, yeah, it was a very average movie. I, I've heard some people say it's like not that good. I don't think migration is that. They awful. did do a good job oh. of adhering to the yeah. rule that apparently Jesus oh, the... put in place, where if you make an animated movie, Aquafina <laughs> is required by law to have a voice in it. Which I we could stop that at any time now. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the, the illumination law where everything has to be connected to the minions. No they they had like a nice ten minute short before migration, and I'm like, this movie's an hour and twenty two minutes. 
Yeah. Does that mean that the movie is like an hour 12 and you just tacked on a 10 minute short? No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's an hour and 20 movie and they tacked on 10 minutes. To the yeah, it was, it was insane. It was just this, and it just kept going. Joshua Kornmeyer would be in heaven because it was vector. And it was like a whole vector short. Yeah. <laughs> he'd awesome. be, he'd be in heaven. All right. So moving on from that, Disappointing and surprising movies of the year. Disappointing and surprising. Like your okay. most. Let me pull up my list because I got to go through. Ready to go. All right, like, Brandon, get us started. It is one hundred percent next goal wins. Is oh, that that's a good disappointing one. movie experience of the year for me? That's like, a good one. I had it on my like top three most anticipated. Like I. Like after Tycho put out Jojo Rabbit, like you can feel what you feel about the Thor movies, but that man put out Jojo Rabbit, and I'm like, oh, so now he's like going back to his roots. He gets to like, you know, make a movie that he's like really passionate about, and it just it just did not work. Like everything in that movie just, for the most part, just didn't work. Like I, I think the acting was fine. I just I just think the I movie itself. Agree with it you just, on that. I mean. I think some of the acting was fine. The point was, it just didn't work. And I don't know what Taika was doing. I, I don't know where he was deciding to go with it, but it just it just did not work for me. And it was probably the most disappointed I felt the entire year. Out, like, leaving a movie, I was like, wow. I thought that was going to be, like, you know, a B plus, A minus, at least. And I'm, like, staring this in the face and being like this might be a d d minus like it was it was bad like i just wow. i just did not feel i just did not feel good about it so he got the disappointment i think i'll do i'll do a surprise so we won't make it too oh, okay. too yeah, depressing on this that <laughs> i had i'll put two surprises i think one of the movies that i wasn't expecting to be as good as it was for me was the hunger games i really liked the new hunger games movie a lot and i i saw the first two and then i watched the more recent two before i saw um the new movie and like the first movie the first two movies i really liked i really enjoyed them the last two i was like these are okay these are like lower b high c range for me like they're fine but i think the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes is the best hunger games movie they've made so far wow. like, i think it's better than the original and the second one and i That's really enjoyed crazy. the ballad yeah, I, I really, really liked it. With you on that, and I, I, it's a B yeah, plus. I can't either, but I, but I like. I adored <laughs> catching. I adored catching fire. That's that's an yeah. A for me, and then the rest of them are just like in a B plus hodgepodge. I think they're all very similar. Mm. Right. I wasn't surprised right. that they made a really good Hunger Games movie, but it seems like everyone else was. Yeah, yeah I think. For me, especially with that movie, I was kind of going into it like, I hope this is like a B plus, A minus. And I was, I mean, yeah, I, I gave it like an A minus just in full transparency. Like if I'm giving something yeah, an A minus, well. yeah, if I give something an A minus, yeah. then that means I really, I really enjoyed it. So like, I, yeah. I mean, I have my criticisms of it and like why it could have been higher, but at the end of the day, like that was a really good movie experience. So yeah, that was, that was probably one of my top surprising ones for me. Yeah. I think the other one too that we haven't mentioned is Godzilla because I don't think anybody oh, yes. expected Godzilla 
to be a top movie and i'm gonna i'm gonna give a spoiler at the moment it's in my top 10. now my plan is on sunday i'm supposed to be seeing movies with some friends so my top 10 could be shifting but at the moment it's in my top 10. so godzilla was really really good <laughs> every single top 10 that i've seen has had godzilla on it and high like top three yeah. So Godzilla right, yeah. was mean, a movie, movie I was looking forward to, but I did not expect Godzilla to be that good. You know what? I yeah. expected a monster movie. I expected them to give me Godzilla. I did not expect them to give me Godzilla with emotion. And that is what they yeah. did. They made that movie yeah. very emotional. Yeah. <laughs> very well. <laughs> yeah. As far as surprises go, I'm going to lean towards Netflix. And Nimona was a really surprising mm -hmm. one that I really enjoyed. Uh, Blue Sky is a, you know, a, a studio that got shut down about four or five years ago. And they were making this when Disney shut them down after the Fox acquisition. And Disney actually decided to finish making it and then just put it on Netflix. And I've never been the biggest Blue Sky animation fan. This is so much better than anything they've ever done. It's not even close. So I was completely caught off guard that that's a movie that is maybe even in my top 10. We will we'll wait to see for next week, but it's going to compete for that spot. And then right. Extraction 2. That is a movie that I really liked the original, but I never thought I need to see a sequel. Never crossed my mind. Yeah. And the sequel yeah. is so much better than the first one. It's, it's a lot Whoa. better. The action in this movie... I think that there is an individual action scene in this that is better than anything in John Wick in John, in John Wick four. And I love John Wick. Now John Wick four also has like five, six, seven, like 10 out of 10 action scenes, but extraction yeah. two, I think has one eleven, and it is so yeah, really it, like yeah. that good. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> It's it, the the only problem is that it comes towards the beginning of the movie, so the movie peaks early, and so like Extraction Two is not a movie that's going to be competing for a top ten spot for me, but it is a movie that I would very highly recommend, and I don't think any of you have seen it. So yeah, I, I never I, yeah. got around. I mean, I'm going to watch it before we do the top ten, but I didn't get around right. to it before. Please then. do. It's 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 really it's really good, and it's one of Netflix's uh, better movies. As far so, as disappointments go, yeah, go I've ahead. I've got a few, and I think Brandon, uh, you know, next goal wins. You covered that one very well. I'm I'm right there with you on that. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I didn't have huge expectations for it, but I didn't expect it to suck yeah. that bad. I I expected a movie, and yeah. I just I yeah. I was so disappointed by that. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, I just, that was so yeah. bad. That was so bad. And it, it set a, a, a bad tone for the year, not just for Marvel movies, but for superhero movies as a whole. Uh, Indiana Jones, that was, uh, you know, James Mangold, the director of Logan, the director of Ford v. Ferrari. This is going to be a, a return to form for Indiana Jones, right? No, it might actually be the worst Indiana Jones movie. It's close between that and Crystal Skull. I'd probably still lean Crystal Skull being a tad bit worse, but if I had to rewatch one of the two, it'd probably be Crystal Skull. The Exorcist right. Believer. Uh, I thought the trailers for that were creepy, and the movie was boring as hell. Um, 
But if I had to give my most disappointing movie of the year, unfortunately, I think it might be Napoleon. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, yeah. for, for me, I think Napoleon was a nearly three hour long movie that had gold at its fingertips. It had great action scenes, but it just dropped the ball with so many other things like I Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte, you know, famous for not having a French accent. Now you're going to try walking. Okay, so I think this is just going to be my over- overarching criticism of, of Napoleon. That should have been a show. It should have been a miniseries. Why are we trying to cram it into three hours? You can't cover Napoleon in three right. hours. Don't try to cover him in three hours. I, 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 I get, I get what he, I get what he's trying to do, but the action yeah. scenes were cool. Like the action scenes were awesome. Personally, there I mean, was a horse that took a damn cannonball. Yeah, like, if you like damn. horses, stay away from. Do this not movie. watch Napoleon. <laughs> Do not watch this movie. <laughs> right. But I mean, it should have been a miniseries. Like it should have, and, and I guess that's my criticism for a lot of movies. Like I think Hunger Games should have been a miniseries, to be honest, or at least two movies. Um, yeah, I think that should have been a miniseries. It would have been a very interesting miniseries. Yeah, no, yeah and I, I get you can't always make stuff miniseries, but Napoleon is just hard to capture in, in three hours. And I, he just, it, it just didn't work. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it, and I think I liked it a little more than Mitchell. I think I gave it like a B plus. But, but yeah, it was a disappointment. And the fact I that I was telling that. Mitchell, I was like, this might be a top ten movie. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix's Napoleon, I was like, I mean, I was like, can we get this as a top 10 movie? And it was nowhere near that. Right. No. Right, right. <laughs> Answer is a fat no. But right. I will say, uh, Mitchell, when you said Ant-Man, um, I think that would probably be the most disappointing movie for me this year. Um, and I was telling, you know, I was telling you guys in the chat, but for everybody who's listening and watching, um, there was a movie that I was stumbling upon on Netflix. It's a Korean action film called Ballerina. And the movie, the action in it, like it's john wick-esque like it's very close the problem is that they do so many camera cuts that it doesn't let the action scenes breathe but like it's like i see it like it literally looks just as good as john wick but they just messed up the, the editing for it or the directing but it was right there and it was so disappointing to see how that turned out like that but the action was good just could have been so much more so those are the two disappointing movies for me this year i think Brandon, what about surprising for you? Um, I'll just give one surprise. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Knock at the Cabin. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. That's the first movie that we saw of 2024, Mitchell. Or like in the first. 2023, but yeah. 2023, yeah. 2023. Um, maybe <laughs> It wasn't the first movie, but that double It was the first feature. 2023 movie. We did a double feature with women talking. Right. Right, right. And I did not expect Knock of the Cabin to be like a four-star movie out of five. Like, I just yeah. did not expect that. Um, and that movie hold, holds up. Like, I saw, the, I saw it, I rewatched it, and I was like, yeah, this is still like a four-star movie. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, it just kind of flat out, like, shocked me, honestly. Like, I... I I mean, isn't that M. Night? It's M. Night, right? You did M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I just haven't liked his movies recently. Like he just hasn't done good movies recently. So I was just like expecting like it not to be a good movie. And then yeah, surprisingly shocked um how good it was. Um and if no one's seen yeah. it, I think like if you haven't seen it, it I it's actually a horror movie I would recommend. Like a horror slash thriller I would recommend to a lot. The biggest yeah. surprise for me about that movie was just how good Dave Batista is when he's allowed yeah, to when he's allowed to be more than just Drax, because this is yeah. the best I've ever seen him. He's you can kind of tell from WWE like how good of like an an actor he is, I guess, or like how good he is at acting. I don't watch um, fake sports; I just watch oh, poorly officiated okay. ones. Oh, here we go! Here you go! Here we go. <laughs> but but my point is is like his character in WWE like speaks like that's what his character like his character is about like all this like charisma and stuff like that. So when you get him right. on the screen, you're like, I mean, I, I, yeah, he was the best performance in that entire movie, like by far. 100%. Yeah. So. Are there any trends from 2023 movies that you would like to see continue? And are there any that you would like to see disappear? Yeah, let's just get it out of the way right now. Um, <laughs> if something goes into a public domain, it doesn't mean you need to make a fucking horror movie out of it. Like, oh my I'm, god, I'm gonna so true. myself. Like, you don't need to make a fucking horror movie out of it. Okay? Like you don't. You don't. You don't need so we don't need true. We don't need Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. We don't need Steamboat Willie, you know, killing Willy Nilly or whatever the hell they're calling this thing. I I um, we don't need it. I I don't know if Barbenheimer's a joke or not. I think it's not. Um why are we making that movie? Can we just like let stuff yeah, it's live? Yeah, they're making that, yeah. Can we just let <laughs> stuff live? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fine. It's, you know, it might be good. It might just, it might, it might be good, but even if it is good, like just let it live. Just let stuff live. You know, you don't have to, yeah. you don't have to kill everything. I guess is my, is my overarching point is sometimes we don't have to hammer stuff home like, like people love to do. Oh, it went into public domain. Right. Time to make a horror movie out of it. Like, unreal. I think a trend that I have seen this year is I feel like studios are taking more risks to make longer movies this year because Napoleon, Kills of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, those are like three hour films. And I feel like we've had some really good blockbuster, well, not Napoleon, but we've had some really good blockbuster, three hour long R rated films that are like documentary based that are doing really well. And I love to see more of that stuff continue because mm. I love doing, I love watching like a documentary movie. I don't like watching documentaries in general, but when it's like a movie style, a I really enjoy it. Yeah. A biopic. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word, but biopic um, and kills of the flower moon and Oppenheimer, you know, are again in my top 10 movie list right now. And those were really, really good films. And I would love to see more of that continue with longer films. Um, there's definitely um a way we need to have shorter films too sometimes movies are a little too long for no reason but when they really fill that three-hour gap it's been a really good trend this year and i want to see more of that for biopics going forward i have a little bit of both uh trends i like to consider i like to have disappear are movies with massively inflated budgets because then we hear about why such and such movie didn't do well and then it gets compared to a movie that didn't have as big of a budget and people are like, well, you're not talking about that. It's like, well, you know, cause it's not, it doesn't have a $375 million budget like fast X did where that movie would have been right. a success if it didn't have 
a $375 million budget or Little Mermaid having a $225 million yeah. budget. That would have been really that, the Indiana Jones had a $350 million budget. Who's putting that into an Indiana Jones movie when Harrison Ford is in his eighties? I mean, did they make, did they break even? They did it right. No, no oh way. no. They lost. Yeah. Disney lost a lot of money this year yeah. with their flop. Yeah, they did. They lost between they really everything did. after Indiana Jones was just, they had Indiana Jones. Then they had haunted mansion, which did terribly. I mean, when you release $150 million, uh, kids horror type movie in july yeah that's going I, it to almost happen. felt like they were trying to tank that movie my personal opinion but yeah no what they were trying to do is they were like hey we're gonna put it out in july but in october right. it's gonna be on disney plus so you can watch right. it there yeah, they like, were trying to get it to like disney plus in october and it was like well just put it on disney plus then why are you put it, releasing it in yeah, july yeah, yeah it's just stupid which is okay for them to do just do it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put it on disney plus right, right. uh the marvel's did terribly uh wish did terribly and neither of those movies i thought yeah. were any good uh and, and that's how disney's year ended so they had a they had a pretty bad year and it's strange because just four years prior it was you know end game captain marvel frozen 2 toy story 4 aladdin lion king just boom 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 lots of big time money makers and this year they just I think they lost touch with what people really wanted and people need and movie theaters need these types of movies to not only be good, but to get people in the seats. And right. if people don't right. want to see them, and I'm not talking about the doofuses out there that are like, well, Disney's gone woke. We're not talking about you. Okay. You, you crawl back into your hole. We're not, we're not talking about you. We're talking about people that are t the, the quality of the movie and are just going to the movie to have a good time. Yeah. And well, aren't worried about all this other stuff. But the quality if, fell off. If you think about it, like, I know Disney and Pixar aren't the same, but um, Elemental, like, that movie probably deserved better in theaters. Like, that movie was actually good. Um, and I don't know how well it did. Like that movie, I think actually turned to profit because it had really yeah. good legs. Everyone was saying that they liked it, and then it also did really well on Disney Plus. But you've right. conditioned people to just wait for to Disney Plus to point. see things, yeah. and with and that's movie... the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would almost exclusively use Disney Plus as like a if you're going to wait to see this movie, it is going to be on Disney Plus five months from now six months from now like you're right. going to be behind everybody else if you wait to go see this whereas like i don't think they were doing that with like the haunted mansion and like elemental and like and like this isn't just a disney plus thing like this is also like a a five nights at freddy's thing with, with peacock like you you put five nights at freddy on peacock when it's still in theaters like you're basically de-incentivizing people to go see it in theaters if they have peacock and like that's but Five I, Nights I at Freddy made a lot of money. No, so it did. That it one did. was a little bit different. And, and I don't yeah. think I don't think Mitchell and I, or even you, Howie, are the target audience for Five Nights at Freddy because I think if you if you played the video games, you probably enjoyed that movie. But if you didn't play the video games, you probably saw it for what yeah. it was, and that was it was a bad movie. Like just straight up, it was. And a it was bad a lot movie. of kids too. Like that was crazy. Like it was a lot of children that watched. Five Nights at Freddy's because it's like a popular game on TikTok. So that was the weird thing too. It's yeah, like I think the weird. audience for it was just all over the place. To be honest, like I don't know. 
Yeah. The one other... point... Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you have another one? I was going to say the trend. Say... The trend that I really want to see continue, and maybe it won't because none of them did spectacularly, is the return of comedies to the movie theater. Yes. That's just kind of been a Netflix, Hulu, whatever original type of thing. And we got movies like No Hard Feelings in theaters, which it, I, I liked that movie. I had fun with it. Joyride, I hated that movie, but I'm glad that they released it in theaters because a lot of people did like it. Uh, all seven of them that saw it in theaters. Uh, Strays, I thought Strays was funny. I enjoyed that. Again, fun. that one didn't do particularly well. Bottoms, I had a good time with Bottoms. I laughed a lot at Bottoms. Bottoms, um, yes. Yeah. I'm trying to see what other... The Blackening is like a comedy horror movie that they really... Like, that I, one was always going to get a theatrical release because it's got horror as well, and horror is right, always right. made for me But cheap. still... That movie like, was that movie's great. I I really yeah, still great. Movie. That was a horrible title though. Title was terrible. Oh for that yeah, movie. that is a terrible. Yeah, title. there's 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 one coming out yeah. soon that I'll I'll I I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I can say the title. Howie knows what I'm talking about, so I'll I'll let Howie talk about it because you know I I I I, I like. Is not, this like a Reese Davis situation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't this isn't naysayer situation exactly. Well, I yeah. naysayer. We'll we'll have to wait for like the upcoming twenty twenty four movies talk, and we'll talk about it. Then. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Mitchell. Like comedies were like good this year. Like I I enjoyed a lot of comedies that I, I like. What dream, dream scenario? Because I think dream yeah, scenario, dream is, scenario is like a, a horror. Comedy. I, I, I probably laughed at a scene in Dream Scenario harder than any other scene in a movie this year. Yeah. Brandon no, I know knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Have you oh. seen that, Howie? No, I haven't. Oh, I, mean, I just think it's Dream Scenario. It's on my top 10, so do you just want to go ahead and, and like... I mean, it's not going to be on my top 10 either, but like any anyone but you is yeah. another one too, where it's like a yeah. rom-com. We got a rom-com yeah. in theaters fair, and it's doing fair, pretty well. Fair. Fair play is a really good comedy. Fair play didn't come out in theaters, and that's also not a comedy. I'm kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> a joke. B2's like, I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah. I, um, I, I personally, my trend you also is laugh I at the Iron Claw? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I cried multiple <laughs> times. Um, I want people to continue to make original, like, ideas and original movies. Like, like get out there and make an original movie. Like, yes, poor poor things follows like a Frankenstein esque like like idea, but that is a very original movie, and like it's not gonna be for everyone. Oh no! Like, we saw people but, walking out of poor things. Yeah, I, 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 rightly so. Really, like, little old so. lady. Because well, there's well. there's about like. 25 to 30 minutes of just straight up sex in that movie yeah yeah if you haven't seen that movie i mean it, you yeah, better that's see it, it it's 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 really good but it's an that's what i, I want to watch idea. It. it's an original idea um the creator i mean yeah it, it's got sci-fi tropes and like whatever but it, it felt it felt unique and original like like that's what yeah that's what i want like i want people to take chances like even if it doesn't work like like yes. take a chance like, that's my like thing. Salt, is... Like Saltburn, I hate Saltburn. I do not like that movie, but I'm glad Ooh. it exists. I am glad I like it exists, either. and somebody tried. 
You know what I mean? Like, like I, I do not like that movie. I despise it. I think every directorial decision okay. they made was awful. But at least it's original and, and like they somewhat tried. Preach. You know, you know, at least they tried. And like, just you don't need to give us the same like recycle thing over and over again. Like, like give us some original ideas. That that's what I want. That's what I definitely want to make clear is. At some point in the next two or three days, I'm going to watch a movie by the name of Bo is Afraid. And I think they should rename it Mitchell is Afraid because I I think I might even mention that movie because of how ridiculous it is. I might hate that movie with a burning passion, just like I hated that movie. That director made Midsummer, and I hated Midsummer, but I really liked Hereditary, which was his uh, movie before that. But I'm glad that someone, because whenever you take a big swing, at something creatively it's like i told brandon the other day i said well you know when you take a big swing you might hit a home run you might also strike out on three pitches just ask adam dunn you know the, the notorious like he either hit a home run or he three struck out, out three true cry three true outcomes uh strike out walk homer exactly yeah and yeah. Just because you take a big swing does not mean that it's going to connect every time. But I would rather someone try. Like, I didn't love every decision made in Dream Scenario. I really liked that movie, but it's not a movie that I love. It might not even be a movie I ever watch again, and it's not going to be a movie that's in my top ten. But I did enjoy myself while watching it. I'm glad that it was made, and I wish that more stuff like that did get made. Whether it's something like A24 who puts out a lot of weird stuff and they put out a lot of stuff that I'll be honest, they put a lot, out a lot of stuff. I hate. They put out a lot of stuff that I'm just like, this sucks because I... someone tried and just did not work out. But then they also put out things like everything everywhere all at once that works for a lot of people or uncut gems. Another movie that I loved and I, I still need to see past lives I know Howie's been oh, singing the praises of past lives. That's one. So good. That's one that I think I think I finished that one tomorrow because I did watch about the first yeah. the first forty minutes or so of past lives, and I like it. I'm just not over the moon with it, like everyone else claims mm-hmm. to be. But I also feel like there are, there are things coming that I'm not prepared for. And that might put me to a uh, a different a different level. So Howie, yeah. Howie is looking at me like you have no idea what's coming. I'm and- eager. I'm ready oh, to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta agree with you on Bo's Afraid. Like, at least it tried, and it it's a it's original. It's a fever dream. Like, if if you want to watch it, like watch it just for the pure like almost existence of. At least I saw this movie. Um. I think Mitchell's gonna like absolutely not like it. Um, but at the same time, at least at least try. And 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 that's where I can't get with you on A twenty four. Mitchell is I think A twenty four does a lot of like swing and miss. Like oh, and yeah. they 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 swing and miss you know sometimes. But there's a lot of home runs. There's a lot of doubles, a lot of triples in the gap. Like that's 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 kind of where I'm getting out with A twenty four. So um. Gosh, I also wish they would have pushed. I mean, I'm just gonna flat out say it. I wish they would have pushed the Iron Claw more for like the Oscars because I, I really, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like they didn't know what they had, 
A24 was like, this is about as straightforward of a movie as we get. So we're not going to push it as much. And they, I I think they missed out. I, I hope that that movie still finds its way into the Oscars, but I'd be surprised if it did. Uh, right. Another yeah. another thing that I would say is if you're going to put a movie on like Netflix, Netflix had some really good movies this year, but they also had a lot of crap. And I bet Brandon yeah. can speak to that even more than I can. But Netflix, if you're going to make something, make more stuff like they clone Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the type. Yes. That's the type of thing <laughs> that I want. I want to see Netflix being again kind of weird and experimental and have a good time with your stuff like yeah more stuff like they clone tyrone and less stuff like the texas chainsaw massacre remake that they did that's what i want to see from something like netflix now i would have rather seen they clone tyrone in theaters i think that would have been a really good time but if you're if you're not going to do that Give me something that I've never seen before, like they clone Tyrone or kind of similar. Uh, maybe it's just on my mind because the book of Clarence is coming out next week. Uh, the harder they fall was another one that I'm like, this is such an interesting movie and it's such a good place for a first time director to really get their right. start and then make a, uh, you know, have a bit of a name by the time that they, make a theatrical movie so then the movie's more likely to make money when something like the book of clarence comes out uh which i agree i think i think they should like netflix should kind of go an a24 route with their movies instead of trying to be like a like Lionsgate or warner brothers like i feel like if they go a little bit smaller but more creatively different type of movies that they're going to have a lot of success on it unless they do want to do these these like Lionsgate type movies but they need to release them in theaters too I mean, like we can't just have them be right. Netflix only they they need to kind of adapt a little bit more with uh, yeah, that yeah I, I made a joke about fair play but like I actually like that movie um, yeah it's a good movie yeah I mean take more chances like that um May December right take more chances like that like like just try like painkillers is not good but Pain, pain hustlers. Sorry, pain hustlers. <laughs> Painkillers. Painkillers aren't good because of pain hustlers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, pain hustlers is not good, but at least like there was there was some thought there. Like, just don't just don't roll out the same stuff. I guess is what I was really getting at. Which I feel kind of bad. Um, I might as well touch on this because we're talking about Netflix movies and one of the worst, uh, Rebel Moon, Part One. I still haven't I, seen that. I, I gotta be honest. Like, I, I get what Zack Snyder's doing. This isn't like the trash on Snack Snyder. It's more the fact that he even, like, said it was a Star Wars movie. And it just feels like a Star Wars. Like, like a like a, a weird version of Star Wars. That he just, like, kind of mm-hmm. made his own. And there's, like, no character development. And that's kind of one of the points where, like, you were getting at, Howie. Where instead of making that movie two hours long... Make that movie three hours right. and dive into character development. Like, we don't need a four-hour right. director's cut. We need you to make that two hours and 45 minutes, make it a little bit tighter, and it's actually yeah. a good movie. Like, like the amount of people that did not like the original Justice League and then watched 
Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's cut of Justice. Zack Snyder's, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, this movie's amazing. Do I need four hours of Rebel Moon Part 1? No. I need two no. hours and 45 minutes of 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 character development. And I, you, you got to be able to give me that. And that's that's where I hope more movies go to. I'm fine with two hours and 30 minutes. I'm fine with two hours and 40 minutes at the movie. is. I do not, like, that doesn't bother me. Like, dive into stories more often. Like, I, the Iron Claw, straight up, should have been two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. It's still an awesome movie. I, I think it's awesome. But should have been two hours and 30 minutes. Like that, Poor Things right. really got that. to, Poor Things was 220. And as a result, they really got to do some different stuff and take some chances and take some twists and turns with the story that I did not see coming at all. And I thought it ended in a really nice spot. So that's the type of thing that, yeah, if you're going to make a movie, don't be afraid to really die. Cause that that's spider verse, man. Spider verse is a kid's movie, you know, as from, from, from the outside, you know, animation, yeah, obviously it's it's not a kids movie. It's for everybody, but animation movies are typically the shortest because they're for children. They're an hour thirty, hour forty. Spider Verse was about two twenty and started off with the first fifteen minutes of the movie not having a single thing to do with the lead character, and right. I adored yeah. the fact that they did that, and it made me really care a lot about Gwen Stacy. That's the type of thing that I really want to see in movies is make me care about everybody. That's why Brandon and I walked out of Wonder just loving it because it took a lot of time to talk about more than just your central character and you cared about everybody. Yeah. So true. 100%. I think that should about do it for our 2023 in review guys. I'm excited to get into our top 10 and bottom 10 next week. I've still got some stuff that I want to catch up on. I, I need to find a place that's playing American fiction I want to find out past lives, anatomy of a fall. I I can't, I, I, you know, zone of interest too. They just don't want us to see these movies, Brandon. They don't want us to see these movies. They don't want us to talk about American fiction. I've heard American fiction is like the best movie of the year. Like what? For American fiction and the zone of interest are fantastic movies, but they just don't want us to see them. They only want Howie to see them because Howie is in New York and can see absolutely (laughs) anything he wants to. And I'll hate you right. for that, but I'm also very <laughs> jealous, and I hope that you wield that power wisely. Uh, before we go, folks, uh, Brandon Howie, where can the good people find you on social? We'll go with B2 first. Yeah, um, I guess my Twitter is uh, Brandon, my first name, and then my last name, T-E-W, and then E-E-T-S. It's Brandon Two Weeds. I I think it's a clever uh, username. Um, Elon Musk has decided to ruin that by calling the uh, the platform X now. Um, There's still tweets, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm still gonna go with my uh, my username is Brandon Two Weeks, and then my last name is uh, T E W. So if you kind of spell it out as like two, and then and then eats at the end, you're like you you'll, you'll get there. Um, a lot of baseball content because of my job. Um, but I, I I do love movies and I'll I'll, uh, I'll probably be posting and like a lot of stuff uh, movie related um and give some opinions there so yeah feel free to to follow me on on Twitter really 
find the boy B2. For me, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's That Man Howie. Um, on TikTok, also That Man Howie. And then if you are a gamer and you like watching gaming streams, That Man Howie on Twitch as well. Um, I'm actually restarting my TikToks so where I can do gaming tv film all that stuff so i want to start talking about it more on my other socials so a lot of tiktok content hopefully coming soon this year um but yeah so that's where you can find me either it's that man howie or that man howie either way you'll find me on there so all right on instagram i am at mitchell lee 10 and on twitter i'm at mitchell lee 10 but with one less l because i take enough l's on twitter that I needed to get one out of there. So there's three L's on Instagram, just two on Twitter. And as for the podcast, you can find it at Press Play Action on Twitter and Press Play Action Podcast on Instagram. Again, next week we'll have the top 10 and bottom 10 movies of 2023. And let's go ahead and reveal our first random double feature. Oh, Brandon. Yes. We are going to be talking about at some point later next week. Now you see me and now you see me too, which should have been called. Now you don't, they dropped the ball on that. We will talk more about that next week. Uh, Howie, if you want to join us, great. If you don't, <laughs> I completely understand. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> I understand that completely. I will say on letterbox, I'm going to create a uh, random movies list. And Ooh. rank the random movies. Nice. So, uh, awesome. I, I might have to do that as well. Yeah. So on, on Letterboxd, you can find me at let me pull up my letterbox name. Uh Mitchell Lee with three L's. No 10 in that one, just Mitchell Lee. And I'm pretty sure that you can find uh I think Brandon too is just B2. Yeah. And Howard Collins. And then, am I also Batman Howie? Yeah, I, is that I think is it that is mine? Howie. I think it's just your name. Oh no, it is. Oh no, it's that man Howie. It that is. man Howie on Letterbox. Yes, yes. yes. And Brandon's honestly, I need more following on Letterbox. So please follow. If, if you... I my Letterbox <laughs> is fire. I put out. I I actually <laughs> some mini reviews. I have lists for every year of the 2010s that I'm building up on. I just started my 2001 list, which is just Legally Blonde and Shrek right now. So hell yeah, we've got some, some fire stuff going on <laughs> on Letterboxd. I'm excited to get to some of these random reviews, but it's the top 10 and the bottom 10 coming next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Brandon and Howie, for joining me. And have a fantastic rest of your day. See you next week, guys. <laughs>